0: Are you experiencing disconnection in your relationship? Do you feel like you're constantly struggling with the same unresolved issues? Are you having difficulty managing strong emotions? Or would you just like to know a little bit more about therapy? We've got you covered.
1: Welcome back to Spilling the Therapy with Therapist Kathy Dan Moore and grief coach
0: Lowe. Hey, Kathy Dan. Hey there. I was like getting. Uh, how? First of all, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> I was getting myself stuck in the wires on the microphone. Oh
1: my gosh! With your new I'm t- good. <laughs> I've
0: extricated myself from this wire situation. I'm ready to go. <laughs>
1: I am currently. For those that can't see us, um, I mentioned last week that I am dog sitting and cat sitting for my sisters this week, and I am in my sister in law's closet so I could get away from <laughs> the talking husky, so that maybe it won't be so loud. Are um, you
0: loving the dogs though?
1: Oh yeah! Like her, their dogs are so sweet, and their cats. Um, I am allergic to cats, so I've been taking the Claritin. But I just can't help it. Like hold the cat and like rub my face on the cats and like yeah. kiss them. So it's my own fault, you know? Um, but I've had, yeah, it's been great except for the weather. It's been pouring and hailing yesterday. Ooh. And when you have two big dogs, one's a Husky that can't really go oh. out and use that energy. She thinks it's party time around 2 a.m. So we've been
0: oh. <laughs> dealing with that adjustment. You're exhausted, but- I bet.
1: I'm exhausted, but they're so sweet. So you can't get mad at them. They can't help the weather. So yeah. yeah. What you got Aww. going on?
0: Uh, Lily's still home. So that's good. Um, it's been fun. Doug left for his golf and poker weekend that he does every year. Yeah. So it's just the kids and I this weekend, my mom is going on a cruise. So I'll have her dog, Joey. Aww. He's too, he's like a tiny little dog. Yeah. Um, I sleep with my dogs already. So that'll just be one more that sleeps with me. But my husband won't be there. So it'll be a little more room. (laughs) Plenty of space. Yeah. So we're also doing lots of dog stuff. And then Lily and I are probably gonna do like the Saturday morning market. And it took her one day to go do like an exercise class with me called Shred. And it's as like horrifically hard as it sounds. And so I said, do you want to go with me to do, it's a different class at the same place. And she goes, I'm never going back. There. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do, so I'll do that myself. But then, um, I'm taking her back to school in a week. Okay. We'll record right before I leave next week. And then yeah. he does rush. So she's going into a week of rush. So everything is all about like the outfits and of course, She's at the hairdresser right now. You know how it is. Yeah, it's so
1: strange because... You know, I was in a sorority and I don't remember, like, we didn't do all the things that they do now. I mean, now they have like yeah. Bama Rush on Netflix, I believe. Oh, Hulu, I know. Or, you know, and it's just so wild because that was not right. how it was for, for me. You were in a sorority, right? Were you? I yeah. was too.
0: Yeah. But no, it wasn't crazy like it is now. My mom texted me the other day. She goes, I have seen it all. You can hire a Rush consultant for $3,500. To help your daughter go through rush,
1: that is like,
0: wild. It is wild, right? Do they
1: have your sorority at her school?
0: They do, okay. but I don't think that's one she's interested in as much as the other ones. This won't okay. air until probably she's after done going yeah. through. So I think I'm probably safe saying that. Yeah, I think she has her eye on a, a four of them, but you know she's doing the whole. I'm keeping an open mind kind of thing, but I don't know that she's as interested in the one I was in.
1: It's different every campus too, you know? So, um, and when I went there, I didn't even want to rush to be honest, but a friend of mine was rushing. He's like, please come with me. I don't want to go by myself. And I was like, fine, I'll go. And then I just fell in love with my sorority. I was an AOPI and I loved it and I have yeah. great memories from it. And so, yeah. So good luck, I loved Lily. It too.
0: Yeah. yeah. She said, she'll be thankful that you said that. She's taking yeah. all the good luck she can. So I think she's going to enjoy the process. I actually liked the process going through. Yeah, so. yeah I did
1: too. I just was. And it wasn't that I was anti-sorority. I just really didn't know much about it. It wasn't on your radar as much. No, no, not at all. My sister was in nursing school. She didn't go through rush and we went to the same college. And so I really, that just wasn't on my radar, but I'm glad I did it. Met so many people and opportunities, you know, for volunteering and things. So that was really neat.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I was like, what classes are you taking, Lil? <laughs> Should we talk about that? Yeah. No, but we've got your outfits really ordinary. You So we're ready to go. You <laughs> can talk about the classes later. <laughs> I know. And then Finn left today, by the way, for his first day of school uh that in Pinellas County that started today. And I just I watched my baby drive away to go to his first day of school. Oh, I bet he was I so know. excited. I, he really was. And he gets his braces off next week. So, you know, it's oh. all coming together. Oh, he's going to be a whole new <laughs> man. Yeah, right. It's all <laughs> coming together. That's cool.
1: That's cool. Well, today we are going to be discussing the other, yes. <laughs> yes. the other side of life. Yes. The other side of the hill, right? Yeah, right. (laughs) So we're just going to get started. Um, So according to ascendthehealth.org, the definition of a midlife crisis is a period of transition in life where someone struggles with their identity and self-confidence. So this happens anywhere from 40 years old to 60 years old and affects men and women. A midlife crisis is not a disorder, but is mainly psychological. It occurs when someone looks at where they are in life compared to where they think they should be by that certain
0: age. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the cliche that people joke about is like, oh, they had a midlife crisis, so they're buying that red sports car, or they're dyeing their hair a different color, or trying to appear younger than they really are. So, and I think it's something that people really fear. So the common midlife crises though, are really like less visible and they're not Mm -hmm. as funny, right? They don't feel Mm -hmm. funny when you're going through it. Personally, for me, I would say I'm in the middle of one. I wouldn't really label it crisis. And we can talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, For me, I think it coincides with Lily leaving for college. Mm -hmm. And it's really a lot about your identity. I clinically I see a lot of people going through it less about their age and more because of specifically what I do for a living with couples counseling and yeah. and divorce mediation. but I see it when people are going through divorces as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's when somebody's experiencing that emotional turmoil that's marked by a strong desire for change. so some factors that can come into play empty nest syndrome loss of mm-hmm. youth and vitality the realization of your own mortality you know that feeling of like i need to live now i have to live mm-hmm. now that and a, that pressured sense of I, oh my gosh i need to do this um it's a time of life where we, it, it doesn't have to be thought of as negative. I like to try to frame it in the positive of we're fine tuning where we are. We're finding our true self and mm-hmm. how we want to live out the rest of our life. Um, it can occur due to sort of unresolved issues from the past and the urge to act on impulse because maybe, oh my gosh, I, I never finished college. I've got to do that now. Right. So, mm-hmm. Something that's maybe been dormant that you've decided you need to act upon. It, you do, Sometimes I see when people have low self-esteem or they're comparing to other people, they feel like they need to compete for where other people are or living a more desirable life. It might have a tendency to create some midlife crisis type behaviors, but we don't have let's not ne, let's not necessarily frame it as a crisis, right? Yeah. It's an opportunity to look inward, reflect, sort of begin a healing journey. It's a transition where it can be an opportunity for growth. At least I'm trying to kind of capture it that way for myself (laughs) and a stage of self-discovery. So a large component can involve not wanting to miss out on what the world has to offer before, before, frankly, before you die, Uh, as well as like lots of people might experience this as an opportunity to have some spiritual connection that they might not have had in their lives previously. Sure.
1: Yeah, you know, and it can, again, it can affect men and women, um, but it may look different for each, right? Mm -hmm. Each person. Uh, On average, most people experience one between the ages of 40 and 60, but you may have it before or after those ages as well. Um, And, you know, I was thinking back, to my parents, um, before they got married. So my dad that raised me, um, they mm-hmm. got married when I was eight, eight, I guess. And right the uh-huh. before then they like broke up. Okay. Like right before they got married, they, they broke up for a little bit, like short lived, like maybe a month. I don't even remember how long it was. And my dad came to pick us up to go to dinner and he's now he's sixteen years older than my mom, so that just kind of gives you a little like okay. Okay. Yeah. And he had brown hair. Like,
0: <laughs> like was it gray not,
1: previously? Yeah. So it was yeah. graying, but it was brown like shoe polish. Like, yeah, and it looked like it wasn't rinsed out like it looks like he came straight from the hair salon and never rinsed it out it was where like, you can
0: see it like on the skin a little yeah, bit it was like very brown
1: it was very brown and i just remember my mom going what the heck did you do like she's like do you think this is gonna like get me back <laughs> like, and i just remember us all laughing even my dad you know and they got back together they got married they're divorced now but i mean It was just so funny. And, you know, I was thinking like, you know, my dad was, you know, in his late forties at the time. So yeah, Yeah. it it makes, you know,
0: (laughs) (laughs) when I was thinking about this episode, I mentioned to Doug, my husband, uh, I, I said, yeah, we're, we're doing it on midlife crisis. I, and I said, you know, I kind of feel like I'm in it and I don't want to frame it as a crisis. <laughs> so he was laughing and he had told me this story once before, but he reminded me. So I don't know how old he was when he and his first wife got divorced, mm-hmm. Um, but uh, maybe like 30, 35 to 40, maybe closer yeah. to 40. Okay. No, no, maybe closer to 35 because he was 43 when I met him and he'd been divorced okay. for like five years. So maybe 37. And he said that he had went and he drives, by the way, like he used to drive a expedition and he drives like a big Ford truck now. So, okay, and you've met him. But for anybody who hasn't met him, that's a that's a normal car that you would expect to see dug in. And he said that he had like a brief moment. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me remind you. (laughs) He had four children ages at that time I think when he and Lisa got divorced I think Matt was two or three so the youngest was two or three so two four six and eight maybe he like thought about getting a small convertible car and I mean I'm hoping he meant like in addition to what he obviously he had to be in addition to whatever (laughs) he did the top (laughs) yes (laughs) he said he went to work And he was like talking and somebody said, like, kind of talk some sense into him, basically. Yeah, I think that might have been like, (laughs) that's so funny. You know, my dad, he is a
1: sports car collector. And he's always been like that. So I don't really feel like that has to do with his midlife. He might not even think he had a midlife crisis, but he does collect the Corvettes. So uh, yeah, (laughs) I see that too. Um, and then I do know somebody else, um, not really going to mention names here, but, um, <laughs> but I do know somebody else that has, um, gone through a recent divorce and they're buying a lot of like, uh, toys, like toys. motorcycles and like, um, yeah. you know, all the outdoorsy kind of stuff that they didn't never, they didn't do before. So I feel like that might be what they're going through right now.
0: On their end, Um, yeah. I have somebody I I thought of when you said that. That when he got divorced, I won't say (laughs) he (laughs) lost like thirty pounds and bought a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's not just necessarily age, right? It's life transition Mm -mm. too. And do we feel? Do we feel like, um, alluring to people are right. If you're back on the market, all of a sudden, after being in a relationship for a long time, I think you start to reevaluate, you know, do you have the goods (laughs) (laughs) to be back out on the market? Um, but on a more serious note, I do think it's important we say a brief kind of PSA, if you will, on depression versus midlife crisis, right? Yes. We And the whole idea, of because it can be confusing if what you're experiencing are really feelings of depression or if you're kind of going through that midlife, let's change crisis to transition. Yes. <laughs> Just going through a life transition. There we go. Having to reevaluate your identity. Right. So um, they have similar symptoms. So Mm -hmm. it can be confused. You can confuse depression and sort of the natural feelings of situational transitions in your life. Right. Um, so a midlife transition happens periodically, it'll last for a short amount of time. Whereas depression is gonna last much longer. It's gonna feel more consistent, right? right. If you asked me two months ago when I was getting ready for Lily to leave, I cried every day. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it definitely looked like depression. Right. Um. I'm taking her up next week and I'm sad that she's leaving again, but I'm not crying every day like I was. Right. right? So, yeah. so that is more of a transition in life of figuring out who I am and what, you know, versus actual depression. So, but either way, both conditions can be really emotional and confusing. So mm-hmm. it's important to kind of ask for advice or just um, take a temperature on kind yeah. of some of your behaviors, I would say.
1: For sure. So how do we know if we're experiencing a midlife transition? What are those symptoms? Um, So this can be common symptoms for men and women. Um, Feeling sad or a lack of confidence, especially after a big milestone accomplishment or a birthday. Mm. Um, Feeling bored, loss of meaning or purpose in life. Yeah. If you're feeling unfulfilled or feelings of nostalgia, um, excessive thinking about the past, if you're making impulse, I feel actions. like that
0: naturally comes with age. So yeah. that, that whole idea of feelings of nostalgia and excessive mm-hmm. thinking about the past. I talked to my mom about this recently. Like I you have so much more past to think about, you know, yeah. when you when you're 20, you you don't really have all that much more. <laughs> right. You know, and like there is this whole period where I, I have a lot more uh life to kind of reflect on. Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. I just noticed Um, that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, making impulse actions, impulse buys, um, Mm. feelings of regret. If you're constantly comparing yourself to others, um, and then in women, these symptoms may be made worse because of menopause. And then, um, also in women and men, emotions may be more angry or irritated. Yeah. And like you mentioned, you know, the the symptoms are similar between a midlife transition and depression Mm -hmm. um, and can sometimes be the same, which is why it's good to talk to a doctor if you think you are depressed. Mm -hmm. Um, According to the Center for Disease Control, white men between the ages of 45 and 54 have the highest rate of suicide. Um, So also women between the ages of 40 and 60 are at their highest rates of depression. So it's important to know the difference between depression and something like a midlife transition. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll like some, you know, the numbers for the, the hotlines for suicide prevention, you know, in the show notes again as well.
0: Right. Yeah. You know, overall it's emotional. It's frustrating. It's confusing. I certainly mm-hmm. know that people, my age groups talk about menopause. I mean, just that is confusing and, and all of that. So it's important to get help, like ask for professional help, even just seeing, see a doctor rule out anything medical. If you're feeling this way. Um, I was feeling so low in energy. I think I talked to you about that, just Mm -hmm. which can lead you to feeling really sad and depressed. And I went and had blood work done and had really, really low levels of B12. And I got now get B12 shots and feel a lot better, right? Right. So it's important to rule out the medical piece before you think that maybe it's depression and you're trying that route. But a -hmm. therapist can help too. And a therapist worth their salt should really be doing a medical rule out first anyways, and yeah. sending you to a doctor to make sure everything's tip top in that area. Right, But therapy is a good way to start feeling like you can talk this out. Having some of these experiences normalized and validated, I know that when Lily was leaving my one of my best girlfriends from childhood, her son is going is leaving too. Just having her to text with and somebody that could, you know, is really in my shoes helped mm-hmm. tremendously. So right. couples counseling. So if you and your partner are experiencing these symptoms, it can help to try couples counseling. They can help you sort of mitigate some of those challenges and give you tips on how to help each other through this, yeah. Uh, A new hobby, picking up a new hobby. (laughs) We grin at the same time. (laughs) We always talk about pickleball. Lily's all my friends want to play pickleball last night. And she's like, I don't want to play pickleball. I'm like, oh my goodness. (laughs) I know. Um, But, you know, finding new things that are interesting. I was in Pilates this morning and somebody was saying she plays cards with a group of people. They play euchre. Have you ever heard of euchre? No. I I hadn't either, but you know me, I was like trying to shimmy up to be like, who who? What is what game is this? What's euchre? (laughs) What's euchre? How do I get invited? When are you playing? Um, (laughs) What is this euchre that you speak of? Um, So you know, picking up new things like that that can fill your life and be something you know interesting to do. So yeah, and this is the one I struggle with the most taking your time. So Mm -hmm. if we're going through a midlife transition and it's not depression, it gets better with time. So be patient to kind of sit in it, have, give yourself some grace that this Mm -hmm. is going to be gradual and that you'll get through it. And the one thing we always say, the one thing we know for sure is that life isn't stagnant. It will yeah. change. So just be really patient and kind and understanding to yourself and to other people around you who are going through these similar situations is really important.
1: Absolutely. Couldn't have said it better myself. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, anything else you want to add before we get to our asked and Answered? I think that's it. So you'll put down right. some links, right? Yep. I yep. sure and, will. Uh, yeah. Let's Ask and Answer it away.
1: Okay. We have Jamie in Germany. Oh. <laughs>
0: We're so international.
1: We are. We're in 34 (laughs) countries, guys, 34 (laughs) countries. Um, So greetings from Germany. I am the main caretaker for my mother who has dementia, and I have been for the past two years. I am mentally and physically exhausted. I am questioning my ability to help her, and I feel like I'm also losing myself. Any advice?
0: Mm. Have you ever been through this personally?
1: Yes. So Jason's mother, she had dementia and we probably, she probably had it to where it was affecting her for probably about, I want to say four years. Mm. Um, and I owned a hair salon at the time and we lived about 40 minutes from her and between, you know, my father-in-law was still alive as well. So he was her in home, you know, he was there with her all the time, but me and my sister-in-law, we took turns, um, going over there. I always was over there on Mondays cause I was off work. So he could go and do, or take a nap or, you know, whatever. And then we would stay the night. So, yeah. um, that was like my other full-time job, um, for, I would say two years full fully of going over there, um, uh, three or four nights a week. I was staying the night. So I
0: think you just hit the nail on the head for the first thing yeah. for Jamie. You need, help. you need help, right? You need to yeah. get some additional people that can, um, you know, relieve you here and there. And don't be afraid to ask. People want right. to help in these situations. Yeah. They really do. And you just, it's so hard to know how to offer or what's mm-hmm. needed. So, so really voice, you know, what would yeah. be the most helpful if that's help with like staying the night or if it's help with meals or, you know, just having somebody who's, comes over at very specific times so that you can get a way to go to a yoga class or whatever. I think finding a way to alleviate that 24 hour a day. I think we've talked about that book before the 36 hour day. Yes,
1: it was, it saved, I mean, it saved us. Um, I was, you know, so thankful that Jason's siblings, they're, you know, very hands-on with each other, especially when it came to their parents. Um, But my mother-in-law really didn't want Jason and his brother's help because she was modest. So, yeah. you know, that they would come over, take his dad out to eat dinner, spend time with his dad so that we could focus on taking care of her needs as far as, you know, bathing and, and that sort of thing. Um, so it does take a team. You can't do it on your yeah. own. If you don't have anybody family-wise to help you, you know, reach out to some of the, the help, like the in-home help, you know, yeah. and different, I don't know what, how the insurance is in Germany, but thing, you know, there are insurance, um, kind of like stipends that do help. Um, but I got the 36 hour day for every single family member, all the brother, you know, brother, sister and spouses. And it really helped us, um, you know, learn how yeah. to, to even just have normal conversation with his mother, for example. Um, you pick your battles, you know, on things, yeah. and just go with the flow. And, you know, I always said if she wasn't hurting herself or, or anyone else, I let her do what made her happy in that time, you know, and um, I really was thankful that I got to spend that time with her because um, people that have dementia talk a lot about the past and yeah. I learned so many things about That's her cool. and Jason's dad when they first got married and their kids. And so it was really, it was a really precious time and I will never, you know, regret that getting to spend that time with her. It was wonderful. Yeah. But
0: Jamie, you need help.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Well, all right, guys. Well, thank you to our listeners for joining us today. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave us a review on Apple podcasts. This will help us move up the chart and be more accessible to new listeners. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook. We'll drop tips and information about upcoming episodes If you have a question for our Ask and Answered segment, email us at askus at spillingthetherity.com. Don't forget to check out our website, spillingthetherity.com. We will continue to add resources and information there as well. I hope everyone has a great weekend. I hope y'all are staying drier than we
0: are over here. (laughs) We are your hosts, Kathy Dan Moore and Jess Lowe. Join us next time for our discussion about body image, where we'll be breaking it down one sip at a time.
1: The podcast you heard today is for educational purposes only and does not replace the advice you may be receiving from a licensed therapist.